Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers in Cults. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Weot tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process, and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it, is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Welcome, everyone, to It's Our Turn, Turn Queers, Queers and Cults. We're getting so good at that. We are. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw everything off by touching my mic, but let's keep going through it all. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? My name is Aiden, and my pronouns are they, them. My name is Emerson, and my pronouns are he, they. Um, let me make sure. I am It has now. been one fucking hell of a week, everybody. I don't know if the full moon is affecting you as much as it's affecting me, but yeah, I, I am was, a mess. I was going to say we should check in because it has been an interesting week. It has. I've been, I haven't been feeling well this week, and so that kind of, like, throws everything off, and, um, what? what We're just both, okay, it matters where the microphone is. It does Okay, we're both, I'm giggling because we are both fiddling with the height of our microphones at the same time. I know. It's, it was funny. I was removing a book to make mine lower. You were also trying to make yours lower. I think we're just trying to, like, settle, Settle you know, like. I put it up really high. We had high hopes. (laughs) Nope. Some of us are higher than others. (laughs) Figuratively. For some of us, not only our hopes are not the only thing that's high. (laughs) (laughs) Interpret that as you will. Moving on. (laughs) Um, I know my water consumption has been a lot higher than it normally is. So good job on me. Good job. I've drank so much water this week and I have no idea why. Maybe because it's fucking hot. A thousand degrees. Balls here. And balls are not even, you know, we should start saying hot as ovaries because ovaries are are like like deep in there. Yeah, it's true. I I, I agreed. Also, (laughs) like, what is that? um, Like when you, what is it that, oh, fuck. What is it that Betty White said when she talks about like, like getting kicked in the balls and like, why do they talk about balls being the weak thing should be, um, the vagina because it's the one that takes the pounding <laughs> oh dear <laughs> oh dear i can't remember the saying that it's like you know like like getting kicked in the balls it's one of those where yeah it's like you know yeah the, the balls are the like the why is the why is the balls the strong one the, right it's like betty white you were just 
You're amazing. Rest right. In peace. Yeah, she's she's a gem. We watched uh, Jumanji the other night, the original one. Oh, really? Uh, speaking of love, lovingly lost actors, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, and Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, nothing else connecting that yeah, no, comment yeah, no. at all. No follow up. Just uh, that. nothing. But. <laughs> <laughs> we miss you, Robin Williams. We're and so Eddie smooth. White. Yeah. What were we? What the fuck were we talking? About? Um, I don't know. It's oh, we were talking. We were checking in about God. this week was hard, but we drink water, so good for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the full moon. Uh, that was Fucked something else up. I said at some mm-hmm. point. Um. So yeah, we're doing great just being here. <laughs> <laughs> we showed up. That's, we showed. That's a lot. Honestly. We showed up. You know. That's. Put that in the end intro. We showed up. <laughs> that, that is the intro. That we is... showed up. You're welcome. <laughs> Put that on the snippet on fucking <laughs> Instagram. Um, oh, God. Oh, my. So how are you? You know, it's been um, a bit of a rough couple weeks. Um, I'm going to get a little personal here, if that's okay. I started. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. No, we never isn't get it... personal here. Okay, isn't it weird what we consider personal? I've literally talked about every aspect of my pers- of my trauma and everything. And I'm like, oh, I started a new medication. I'm not sure if I should share that. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally. It's so weird about like what we value as personal. You know, what's funny is the, the last thing that I wrote down from the last time we had the podcast was unworking the defaults of my mind. Ooh, that's a good one. That should be a chapter in the book we're going to write. Oh. Which we haven't talked about, but I've just decided for we us. are now. <laughs> <laughs> we we could write a book. We should write a book. Um, I think we have plenty, <laughs> plenty of words <laughs> between the two gonna, of I us. I thought you said God. I think we have plenty to do, and I was like, okay, fine, I won't take on another thing. <laughs> well, that too, we do have plenty to do. Um, but you were you were gonna get personal. Um, oh, so I started yeah. a new um, I started a new medication, uh, mental health medication, and it's just. The side effects are really intense, and um, so the last couple weeks have been really. This particular me- mental health medication is supposed to help with like OCD, um, anxiety, PTSD. I don't. Fi- I mean, apparently it does like dishes and <coughs> washes windows too. Like I'm like, how can it help with everything? And I think it. Right. Was, I, you know, it doesn't matter. I just don't understand how it can help with like all of those things. Um, it's a miracle drug. Oh, fuck, there's no such thing. <laughs> um, Agreed. So, so it's just been it, this, but like the side effects are really intense. I've been dealing with a lot of fatigue. I've been dealing like a lot of, I, I have chronic fatigue um, in general because of my other health issues. So then adding fatigue as a side effect on top of that makes me pretty much incapacitated. You know? Right, right. And um, it's fucked up my appetite. It's... Um, <sighs> It actually has made my anxiety worse, which is one of the things it does. It, like, makes your anxiety worse before it helps. Yeah. And so it's been really tough. And so I've been thinking a lot about how... Um, and, I'm, I, and I want to clarify that the motivation behind what I'm getting ready to say is actually, like, compl- complimenting myself as opposed to being sad. Okay. But uh, it's made me think how much effort I put in every day into managing my mental health. So when that inner and how much energy goes into that. And so when that energy is compromised for any reason, it makes everything else exponentially more difficult. Right. And it kind of like (coughs) highlights 
all of the work I'm doing, you know, and highlights how difficult everything is, you know, when you have chronic illness, mental health. Um, I don't know about you, but I kind of view mental health as chronic illness. I don't know if it's classified that way, but I view it that way. Well, okay, so you're not wrong. In in my opinion, everyone has a mental status, right? For sure. There is, like, physical health. Everyone has a physical health. And, and in that, everyone has a body that they need to maintain. Mm-hmm. And everyone's maintaining their body looks different. And so everyone's mental health maintaining that looks different. So acknowledging what your mental health, one of all, acknowledging your mental health. Oh, not everyone totally. does that. Um, not everyone acknowledges that it is something to even upkeep with. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so you're not wrong that everyone has a chronic condition of a mental health. Sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but it's only chronic because we aren't acknowledging it. We aren't yeah. maintaining it yeah. in a lot of different ways. And I think mental health is like a spectrum. It's not absolutely. Like a, it's, it's not like a you do or don't. It's to what degree. Well, and okay, so what goes into mental health? Literally everything. Everything. Your upbringing, your like physical bodily status, if you're well fed, if you're warm enough, if you have people that love you, if you're talked to kindly, like it's such a broad health. Like it is, it is way more broad than just physical because any idiot can just eat, right? (laughs) Not that's another chapter in our book. Oh, so <laughs> insensitive. That was such an insensitive sense. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's some funny shit. But like, you hey, know what I mean? But but it takes a very special idiot to like <laughs> take care of a mental health. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, that is what I will. That is now how I refer to myself, a special idiot. <laughs> Listen, I'm a special idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be an idiot, but I am a special idiot. A, yes, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> yes. So <laughs> I do think... Where do we go from there? I, <laughs> home. We go home. <laughs> I'm just going to go. <laughs> um, uh, so yes, everyone has... So mental health is a chronic yes. condition. So, so your well, mental health. <laughs> well, mental health is a spectrum, I think. Mental illness is chronic. I yes. feel, that's how I view it. Yes. You know, like, cause Agreed. I, just because, um, especially after, you know, we've talked about this, how like after your brain's done developing, it's a lot more difficult to recover from, um, like PTSD trauma. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more difficult to, you can, but it's going to take longer and a lot more work and more repetition. Yeah. Yes, totally. It's more likely that you will deal with a lot of the symptoms for the rest of your life. So I kind of, I view mental illness as chronic illness, um, in general. But, um, yeah, so it just kind of, like, shined a spotlight on how much goes into managing that that mental health, managing my physical health, um, just doing the things I need to do to, to function, you know, and how uh, easily that can just be completely thrown off. And so I was, you know, kind of like... Like it was, it is definitely a difficult week um, because I spend a lot of time in bed. I spend a lot of time um, having to rest when I wanted to be up doing things. And, and, uh, but I also was like, and I also kind of like looking at it as like, wow, I do like, 
I do a lot to manage my life. You know, just like functioning from day to day is a lot of work for me, you know? Yeah, like it takes a lot of work just to exist. Just to exist. Just to like get through, just to like, man, like eating breakfast, for example. Fucking exhausting every day. You know, like cooking food. That's one thing that was just like blaringly challenging for me. Well, and thinking about what to cook. Just that. I, yes, like it, for reals. (laughs) Just the like, um, how many times I got stuck in like executive dysfunction this week of being like, I need to do this thing, but my brain is just not functioning correctly. So I can't even think about what my next step is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't even like come <coughs> up with that next with like, like, do, do I want cereal? Do I want oatmeal? Well, now I can't fucking decide which one I want and I don't know. And then my brain starts going through the, I don't know if you've seen this, the, <coughs> there was a post about like the difference between like a neurodivergent brain and, like a, a non-neurodivergent. I would love um, to hear it. It was just an example. Someone said that like, so non-neurodivergent brains or neurotypical brains, you know, it's when you make coffee, it's, you know, like I want coffee, so I make coffee, you know, and that's a four-step process. <coughs> but on bad brain days or for neurodivergent people, it's like a 14-step process. It's, I want coffee. Okay, I got to pour the little coffee out and then I got to... F- I turn the water on, put the water in the pitcher, pour the water into the coffee maker, get the grounds, you know, get a filter, put the filter in, you know, it's that, and that's how it feels. So Mm -hmm. it's like, so when I say like, oh, eating breakfast was exhausting, obviously (coughs) it probably doesn't sound like that's an exhausting thing for me, but it's like, okay, I'm going to make oatmeal. What do I have to do to do that? I got to get the oatmeal out. I've got to put the oatmeal in a bowl. Oh, I've got to wash a bowl because I didn't do any dishes last night because I'm exhausted. So now I have to wash the bowl before I can put the oatmeal in the bowl. And once I put the oatmeal in the bowl, then I have to boil the water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like this this timeline. For me, I visualize it as a timeline. Like, I need to do this before that. Oh, but I need to do this before that. Oh, but then this before that. And it just, like, and the more layers that, like, the deeper of anxiety of just, like, I am so lazy and I am such a piece of shit for not doing this, for not having done this before. And yep. then, and then once you get to the time that you are ready, whatever that looks like, to make breakfast, oatmeal or cereal, well, which one's healthier? What does my body want? Are you sure? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Are you sure that's what you want? Are you sure that's... Are you sure that's healthier? <laughs> but with this and this, are you sure it's healthy? Well... But what if you eat the... the well, um, I want coffee yeah. too, so the creamer and, you know, yep. like... Yep. And when I you eat the cereal and you actually wanted the oatmeal and you don't realize that till you've eaten the cereal. Oh my God. And I feel like it's really important to elaborate on why eating breakfast is hard. Like mm-hmm. that needs to be elaborated on um, because that looks a lot of different ways depending on the, I mean, depending on the person, certainly, and then depending on the day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's definitely better brain days than others. You know, good brain days, bad brain days. And I don't know if I don't know if you. This is something that's come up for me recently. I I, I don't know if you've, um, kind of like silenced yourself about how hard things are for you, um, because someone else has it harder. Oh, absolutely. Every day. All the time. And I've recently started, like, started trying, but, like, considered the 
um, existence of not silencing myself just because someone else has it harder. Does that make sense? 100%. Absolutely. Because you can't compare. Comparing doesn't benefit anyone. Doesn't benefit, who, doesn't benefit whoever you're comparing yourself to. And don't get me wrong. I do it every second of every day. <laughs> <coughs> but I know I'm not supposed to. I mean, well, well, here's the thing, though. It is a survival, like, like primitive survival technique. Differentiating what, what from what. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking at vegetables. Like, even something as, as safe as vegetables, that's ripe. That's not ripe. You know what I mean? Oh, like I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The the basic like comparing the um you know what I mean? Yeah, com- comparing in general isn't is is survival. It's really but, not it's not as bad as and, and I don't think that you should strive to never compare ever because especially in the example of you have a really fantastic friend that treats you really really well authentically well then you have a really bad friend well comparatively what behavior are you going to accept you know what i mean so like in some situations comparing is appropriate but in in i think this in what i'm talking about and what we are talking about of like us versus them them comparison Mm -hmm. maybe and also if you that's that's a little more like toxic that like kind of rots a little bit more you know what i mean i don't think yes i 100 percent agree i don't think that comparing is usually ever beneficial when it's between two people or yourself to anyone else yeah comparing in a lot of other things like you said you know also comparing you know past to present or comparing you know like the first piece of work you did to the second piece of work you did is it better is it you know like what a trap like past self mm -hmm. versus person like present self yeah oh that is such a trap i get into and you can't it's really like it's just not a it's not a dependable form of comparison like you can't you know like oh this person was able to do this while they had this illness, which is universally accepted as more severe than my illness. So then I should be able to do that. Well, you don't fucking know that person or what they went through or what other things, or maybe that was the only thing in their life. Maybe their life had literally been fucking perfect up till that point, And that was the one thing they're dealing with right. while you're dealing with, you know, a whole fucking list of things that are challenging to deal with. You know, right. that's that's a trap I fall into a lot of times where <clears throat> I've been told by therapists that any one of the things that I have dealt with throughout my life, the major events, any one of mm-hmm. those would I my first therapist, I think, told me this, that if any one of those things would be difficult for a person to go through for their entire life, if that was if that was the only thing they experienced, like that would be plenty to work on mm-hmm. in a lifetime, in their entire lifetime and much less experiencing all of them in such a short period of time. Yeah. So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's that that happens to me a lot where I'm like, oh, well, this person dealt with grief, you know, and they're they're they're, you know, they were functioning a week later. They're doing this, and I can't do that. But I'm also dealing with trauma and chronic illness and, you know. Right, right. It's just, it's a trap that, like, that, like, really doesn't benefit anyone, you know. (laughs) It's hard, though. We do it all the time. It's it's just hard, though, because there is... 
I think I think in the comparison, like what we're all looking for is just validation. And oh, somewhere down the line, we got the message loud and clear that our perspective isn't valid, that we have to prove it somehow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and <clears throat> I, I feel like I saw a video on Instagram from Jeffrey Marsh, the Jeffrey yeah. Marsh. Mm-hmm. And it was like something to the effect of, do you believe us yet? Like, do you believe they were saying this, but do you believe that we are non-binary? Like, do you believe that this is what non-binary looks like? Mm -hmm. If not, just take a second, like be uncomfortable and look into my eyes and like, see that I am fluid. Yeah. Because this is what it looked, you know, yeah, and it was, yeah. it's just like, um, I don't know where I was going with this, but. Um, you don't have to go anywhere. I enjoyed it. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I also forgot where you were going with that, too, but I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the journey immensely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, it's gone. Well, okay. We were talking about comparing ourselves. Um. But I don't know. Oh, that like that that validation. That's where we were going. Validation. That's what we're all looking for. Is is this validation? And and I feel like there's a message that we don't have to prove who we are anymore. I wish I could. I wish I could embrace that. Honestly. Well, I uh, I wish it was broadcasted more, but mm-hmm. even in the platforms that are very excluded because of because they had to prove their existence, the queer community, whatever, mm-hmm. the gender sexual diverse community, there is still having to prove yourself in that community, which has been excluded. I mean, just to name a few, uh, asexual folks, mm-hmm. um, bisexual folks, mm-hmm. uh, still have to prove who they are. Yep. And it's problematic. It, it encourages this, like, again, this us versus them mm-hmm. comparison. And it's, um, there's a healthy way to compare. And I think there's like a self security that makes it healthy or not. That if you're, comparing to belittle or to yeah like reduce or invalid Mm -hmm. invalidate yep someone absolutely that's when it's an unhealthy way Mm -hmm. um yeah if your comparison if the motivation behind your comparison is like like should i should they should we should or mm. i'm trying to prove them wrong that's not healthy comparison you know like i like i know the answer and that and you're not it kind of thing um that's unhealthy comparison but if but like i do see where you're talking about like comparison like if you as i have many times encountered a person or a thing or a situation that i didn't know about or wasn't educated on and you can compare your experience to their experience and how it's different and then you can grow from that that's fantastic but i think that that more i feel like that comparing it's kind of one of those things like i i said recently i don't remember oh, it was inside i don't remember um i said that i don't believe like should is not really uh, like isn't a completely unnecessary in our language it's but, it's a it's a society founded like 
like um, agenda based yes. statement mm-hmm. like the shoulds. I should be this. Yeah. I should be that. Insert anything. Insert like anything. just like where is that coming from? Yeah. It's often coming from an a toxic cycling yeah. source. Anyway, because you are you either are or you are not going to. You right. Know, like, we, I, I remember what in context that was we were talking about. It was a concentration group. It was like an ADHD group in. Um, I said, you know, like, especially with with concentration issues, it's like you either are or you are not going to do it, and should isn't going to change that. Mm. And yes. so when you, like, when you realize, like, when, oh, I should be, I should do the dishes. Well, I either am or I am not going to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. Like, once you realize that, should becomes, in like, like, irrelevant and that's how i feel where comparing kind of exists in that realm it's not necessarily unhealthy but you're either going to you're either trying to invalidate someone you're either you're either you know you're either it's you're either trying to invalidate or like should should yourself you know right should yourself or (laughs) go should yourself (laughs) i think i just should myself (laughs) (laughs) i need a timeout i I just should should myself myself. (laughs) (laughs) i'm a chronic shudder Okay, but for real though, it is an illness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to go home. I just shitted myself. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <sighs> but, but anyways, I, I feel like that's where comparing exists. You're either invalidating, shitted yourself, or <laughs> you're learning and growing. So it's like comparing is does exist, but once you realize what it actually is, you're actually doing something else yeah you know yeah and something that just kind of connected as you were speaking in the last three seconds i was talking to someone else and as i was sharing my story she was like i was sharing my coming out story Mm -hmm. and she was kind of like she felt the connection of the whole like coming out culture because she was explaining to her parents what being poly meant that it isn't just sleeping around, that it isn't just being a, a slut, whatever, mm-hmm. those stereotypes that it is a conscious, autonomous, you know, like all of the things that this lifestyle, quote, choice is. And she felt the similarities between the two. And so, like, comparing comparing for the similarities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is an interesting, like redirection yeah almost you know what i mean yeah, absolutely and that, and that's pretty cool because you know if that's like that's the whole point if you can understand someone's experience because of a shred of what you experienced or whatever great yeah. compare the fuck out of yourself then and and if that helps you feel gratitude if that helps you feel compassion like oops yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a great what byproduct <laughs> i don't know like but just like the, and so there is reason there is a function there is a good purpose for comparing but it, i think the intention and that's kind of what we're both talking on is like what is the intention what are you what is your motive on that comparison mm-hmm. and yeah. is it and it is always important to check it you know yeah. Absolutely. Especially, you know, like, because I've been thinking, like, how does this relate to religion? Because that's kind of what our podcast is about. But right. It, comparing, uh, first of all, talking about what day-to-day life with mental illness is like is 
inherently about religion in our sense because that was a lot of our trauma. <laughs> right. Um, but also the comparing thing is a huge religion thing. You know, you're always comparing yourself to God and God is incomparable because he's perfect. Inhuman. You know? Okay. Yeah. So like you're literally supposed to compare yourself to someone who is perfect by their definition. Right. And that, I mean, that's just, that's just textbook mental illness, you know, like right. that, like unrealistic standards. It's just uh, literally textbook mental mental uh, illness. You yeah, know, mental health issues. Yes, uh, it, the again those shoulds come in mm -hmm. because Jesus did this. You should because yeah. whatever did this. You should. So like questioning the the where are the shoulds coming from? Who yeah. is saying the shoulds? Mm -hmm. And it's hard to acknowledge it in your own in, in your own brain, and it it helps having a lot of really self-aware enlightened folks around you for sure mm -hmm. um but it's possible to do alone you know this again i feel like i, I was just telling you this this morning but this self-work like lifestyle choice yeah. isn't for everyone and it's possible to do in a place that no one else is doing it it's sure shit hard <laughs> but it really is but it's um yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's hard. Good job. Good luck. <laughs> Bye. And we're done. <laughs> okay, we have an Instagram. It's our turn pod. Um, that's also the Gmail or the email at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. It's our turn pod. Um, we post new um, episodes every now and again. Um, yeah, there's we're found on Spotify. We're found on Spotify. I'm doing this. We're on Spotify. We're on Google. Whatever. We're on Apple. Whatever. We're on Podbean. Um, so follow us and listen to our episodes. Thanks, everyone. We